Welcome to P3 Radio. The monkey only dances as good as the guy grinding the organ handle. Brother, brother, brother. I fly, bro. That is never stopping. Truck goes to the white. Cool story, bro. Footy pajamas. Hey, genius. It's, three, it's 2 p.m. Central. PG3 Radio. Here's your host, Josh Friday. Get him off big, Freddy! Get him off big! Richard Mulliken. And as I put you down, my pants ripped. <laughs> it's showtime! It's showtime! It's showtime! Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of B3 Radio. I'm Richard Mulliken, joined by my co-host, the man whose sun goes down on his side of town, and that lonesome feeling comes through his door... And the whole world turns blue. I think that's the lyric. I don't know. He's the 1983 Mr. Dixie Youth Grand Champion. And best friend, Josh Brawley. Say hey, Josh. No, I said my both balls turn <laughs> blue. Blue. <laughs> How you doing, Richard well, Lee? It's my birthday time. <laughs> and she's full of wine. <laughs> she passes out in the corner. And my whole balls turn a shade of blue. <laughs> blue. <laughs> uh, well, that's good you don't take advantage yeah. of it. <laughs> You're a respectable yeah. gentleman. Uh, oh, Jesus. Well. More we can say about some motherfuckers. <laughs> so I'll ask you again, how you doing, uh, Richard Lee? Pretty good. I was like, I was thrown there by the whole... At least you didn't take advantage of her. <laughs> that didn't even go through my head. <laughs> she's passed out on her back. She's in a good spot. <laughs> well, Jesus. You indicated the, the balls would turn blue, so that told me. That doesn't mean all bets are off. <laughs> well, listen to you, Mr. Rapey. <laughs> no, what do you mean? I said that doesn't mean all bets are off, like... It doesn't mean I could just do I whatever. I wake her up, you know, about like four. After she's had a little bit of sleep and probably <laughs> puked in the toilet a couple of times. Hey, baby, you feel like it? No? We'll try it again in a minute. <laughs> I don't care you done throw it up. Just kiss kiss the other head, not this one. <laughs> he don't care what you breast like. Oh. <laughs> Sounds yeah. like I've said that before. Yeah, I huh? feel like you might have. <laughs> like, you might have been like... I might have negotiated that deal before, huh? <laughs> just touch it. I just just watch me touch it. <laughs> if it don't turn you on, just roll back over. <laughs> Look, this is gonna happen whether you're here or not. <laughs> you just gotta decide if the motion of this bed's gonna make you sick or not. <laughs> Maybe I done took my socks off. Let me see one of yours. You just wash them sheets. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Negotiating. <laughs> <laughs> oh man that reminds me I, i've been watching this past week uh, a show on youtube called zach morris's trash <laughs> have you ever heard of that no oh my god you watched saved by the bell as a kid right i did um let's just watch it what was let's <laughs> watch it on here what was your thoughts on zach morris i thought he was like the coolest he was the coolest right well got all the chicks do you remember how they did, um, uh, how, I think it was How I Met Your Mother, did the Karate Kid. I said, this is Richard. Huh? You said How I Met Your Mother. I said, this is Richard. <laughs> you didn't introduce me to your, oh, to your mother, yeah. 
Move along. I don't know what you're saying. I was making a fucking joke out of that little bit. Of, you said, how I met your mother. I said, this is Richard. Yeah. Get it? Oh, I get That's it. That's how you met my mother. <laughs> Wasn't supposed to fucking like stumble on it. He was supposed to make a little comment was, and then keep moving. I was surprised. No, I was like, what? Just, what? What are you talking let's about? Let's hone in on that. No, uh, the show How I Met Your Mother uh, took the Karate Kid, right? And they were the ones that made Daniel the bad guy. Because Barney, the, the character, Neil Patrick Harris's character, uh-huh. was like, no, the Karate Kid was Johnny. He was the guy that was a karate master. He was the guy that had trained. Uh, he And then there was all these YouTube videos that came out. It was like... No, like Daniel like tried to steal his girl. He tried to do this. He tried to do that. He, like showed you that Daniel was the true heel in mm-hmm. it, and Johnny was kind of. And so they made a Cobra Kai show. Did you have you seen that? Yes. Uh, do you like it? I watched the first few seasons or whatever. I'm, I'm hooked on like, it. They've got like season like four and five coming out. I'm too. not like Squid Gaming on it or nothing. I can't watch that. Why? It's just. I, I can't do the subtitles. It's not and, subtitles. It's literally spoken language. Are you, you watching can, it? I've already finished it. Oh. It was in English. Did you like it? I loved it. Oh, okay. Well, maybe I'll like it if I Absolutely it. loved it. I have to have something like catch me. You know what I mean? And go, hey, you have to watch this. But I'm weird about like like how many people tell me I have to watch something. You know what I mean? Like if everybody's like, you got to watch this. I'm like, no. Nah, I, I usually it. won't. Yeah. But I'm, there was something about the previews. And was there big titties in it or something? No. Oh, well, I figured that would have been 40 year old women. <laughs> Wrong again. 50 year old women. <laughs> <laughs> they had all these big titty 50 year old women talking about they liked, you know, men in their late 30s. <laughs> from episode, from the first episode, yeah. you know, it was, it was go. I might have to watch it. I did hear how, Good like, shit. somebody said that the, they were like, how does the surprise, equal a surprise like the surprise ending like there was i saw a bunch of people like really that was the surprise ending i don't know but i, it, I might it need to seems watch it. like there's gonna be another one. Oh, i'm sure a continuation like apparently that show was supposed to be like it's the a, most downloaded well or, apparently that was supposed to be a network tv show and they pitched it to a network and it got re- declined probably too graphic well it wasn't that they just didn't like it and then it was, it's like a nine year old show. Yeah. Like they, it's like a nine year old idea. Like there's a few other shows that are like that too mm. that are getting picked up by like Netflix. Like, you know, that show Queen's Gambit about chess? Nope. Well, there's a show called The Queen. I haven't watched it. I just know that that's a show. Speaking of, you get cable in this son of a bitch. I do. Uh, we'll turn that Braves game on. <laughs> I could turn it on the phone. Uh, Well, we could do this right here. So there, you've got the Braves game. A little. Magic of audio there. I'm going to have to go um, into the settings of this uh, <laughs> tab you folded here and get that account and that password. Uh, but no, uh, so like the Karate Kid, they have done the same thing with Zach Morris. Do you remember, uh, what was one of your favorite, okay, you remember the the time that Zach was trying to get the girls to do a uh, audio rendition of, um, like they were trying to get him a recording contract, right? Yeah. And Jesse got hooked on caffeine pills. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember that? Uh-huh. Did you ever think that was Zach's fault? 
I never thought of it that way. So let's like, let's look at it. It's Zach like, Morris is trash. He's usually <laughs> he's usually the one goading him into doing doing yeah, shit. He is, and he's always the slimy one. Like he has a certain moral compass when it hits a certain rock bottom to his level. <laughs> he's like, nah, this is too far. But uh, all right, so this is from Funny or Die, Josh. It's called Zach Morris is trash, and I will encourage anybody to look it up. We'll play a little bit of this one. It's four minutes, so let's hear it. Jesse is frantically guzzling coffee so she can stay awake to study for a geometry midterm. She tells Zach her dream is to go to Stanford and she needs straight A's to get in. Zach's not worried about the midterm because he says he always sits next to a nerd and cheats. Lisa and Kelly tell Jesse to relax. Because- I mean, look, when you put it like that, it's like when you put the comedy music over a murder, it becomes like a funny thing. But like if you put the over a murder, it becomes tragic. Right. I'm not saying that Zach isn't like a heelish character, but he's one. It's not like you were taken up for somebody against the Me Too movement, Josh. Well, it's I'm okay just saying to be- it's kind of like he, Zach Morris kind of had that Ric Flair effect mm-hmm. of, I don't know. You don't want to be a plane with him. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was the cool guy like that before- was the center of attention. <laughs> But if you looked at some of the shit he he's did, he's the heel that you just you don't know why. He was the NWO. I like this guy. Yeah, he was Ric Flair, the Four Horsemen, the NWO. He was the cool heel, right? So you didn't want to like like Zach the guy. would be heelish, but like at the end of by the end of the show, he had learned his lesson. Yeah, he'd go apologize to Belding or whatever. Yeah, and or, it was over with. Yeah, but I want to. All right, let's watch more of this. The midterm isn't until Friday, and they play a song on the jukebox they can all sing along to. Zach sees this nice moment and instantly wants to turn it into a way for him to get rich. He says a friend of his dad is a record producer looking to sign a girl group. Zach says he'll be their manager and they'll make a fortune. Zach asks them to drop everything and go audition for this strange man right now. But Jesse says she doesn't have time. You know, because of the whole studying and dream of going to Stanford thing she was literally just talking about. They tell Zach they just sing to relieve stress and have fun, usually in the lockers. This gives Zach a great idea. Jesse is spreading herself too thin and gets a C on a quiz. Lisa and Kelly console her, telling her it's just a quiz and she can make it up on the midterm. Slater offers to help her study. Zach is ready to act on his great idea. Get your recorder. You're going to the girls' locker room. Yikes. Zach sends Screech <laughs> undercover into the girls' locker room to trick the girls into singing into a concealed microphone. Slater is helping Jesse study when Zach barges in through the window to announce his record producer contact loves their locker room demo and wants to play it for his boss. Jesse is outraged Zach would record them like that until Zach tells her the producer liked her voice the best. Which is certainly a lie, because all the girls were singing at the same time into a broomstick. After Zach leaves, Slater sees Jesse has been taking caffeine pills to stay awake. Slater warns Jesse these pills are very strong and potentially dangerous. You know, caffeine pills. <laughs> I, I know that's like a big thing with Say by the Bell and that audience is yeah. like... Like, that was the biggest thing we tackled. No, but like, let's they th- tackled drunk driving and marijuana, yeah. too. So, but yeah, she she's taking caffeine pills to stay awake because she's trying to burn she the. She can drink like over. a Red Bull and blow them numbers out of the water. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse, overwhelmed by the pressures of school and her new music career, ignores his advice. Zach shows up the next day with big news. The record label loved the demo, but there are three other girl groups they're considering signing. Zach says they'll make up the label's mind for them by creating a music video to show off their hot teenage bodies. <laughs> Jesse says she doesn't have time because of her many academic commitments. Zach tells Jesse she can't let everyone down. Jesse. <laughs> so you're kind of seeing the paint. You got the big painted ass, picture. You got big ass titties. I mean, like, I know you're playing the Like, teenager. in four years, you're going to be on strip tease anyways. Come on. 
I know four you, years. I know you're playing a teenager, but like you're fucking 23 um, years old. But he does make a good point. How many times do they do like calendar contests and stuff like yeah. on Saved by the Bell? Where they're just like, check out the girls of Bayside. Like the girls of Bayside. You've heard that term before, right? right? right. Yeah, they're all teenagers. <laughs> He succumbs to Zach's peer pressure, then takes more caffeine pills. The girls shoot an absolutely insane music video that takes up hours of valuable study time with intricate choreography, multiple <laughs> wardrobe changes, aerial acrobatics, and a whole lot of butts. It's mostly butts. The creeps at the record <laughs> label unsurprisingly like the butts. and <laughs> So, pause it. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> to be fair, like, in Are you our about minds, to take up for Zach right now? In our minds. Oh, in the 90s? This when we were kids? completely oh, yeah. fine, and the only people that watched that show in our minds was us. Yeah, our parents wasn't watching the same. Can't by think the bell. that there was a forty-seven-year-old just jerking it to this. <laughs> but come to find it, out, it's Saturday morning. I'm gonna be in the basement. Don't don't bother me, baby. <laughs> the world is a weird, wild, fucking wide, oh. wonderful world. It's awful. And uh, there was probably like a lot of forty-year-old dudes jerking it probably. to probably to Kelly Kapowski. I mean, she and Jesse had Jesse Spano and Lisa Turtle. You know, but like, I think the bulk of the audience was people like me and you that were young. Jerking it to. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. I want to see the girls perform live at the Max tomorrow, which means rehearsal tonight. Jesse says the midterm is tomorrow and she needs to study tonight, but once again gives in to Zach's pressure. Slater finds caffeine pills in Jesse's backpack and tries one more time to express his concern. Jesse said, tells him to mind his own business mean- and shows up to the midterm the next day tweaking out of her mind on caffeine pills <laughs> and visibly scaring everybody but Zach. <laughs> tweaking out on caffeine pills. Can you still sing the chorus to that song? Yeah. Slater asks to talk to Zach, who is in a rush because his girls are playing at the max that night. Slater says Jesse has a real problem. She's hooked on caffeine pills, and he's very worried about her. But instead of taking Slater seriously, Zach says they're probably just vitamins, then says he doesn't want to hear it, and storms off. The girls have one last rehearsal at the max, and even though Jesse is clearly in the middle of a manic episode, Zach completely ignores what's right in front of him, because he wants to use these girls to get rich. Zach finds Jesse passed out in her room that night, and tells her it's time to go to the max. She's delirious, and doesn't know what day it is or what's going on. When Zach Zach still tries to drag her to perform. Jesse freaks out and goes to grab her caffeine pills. Zach scolds her for taking drugs and acts surprised, even though Slater just told him about this hours ago. This- <laughs> and now he's assaulting a woman. Yeah, she's like slapping him out of her hand and everything. He's got her in a grip. Yeah. <laughs> Pushes Jesse over the edge and she completely loses her shit. I'm so excited! I'm so <laughs> Definitely not Stanford material. <laughs> Jessie misses the performance and tells her friends her mom is taking her to counseling tomorrow because the pressure Zach put on her turned her into a drug addict with a psychotic mental breakdown. Let's review. Zach Morris saw his friends having fun and wanted to use it as a way to get rich. And when they wouldn't go along with it, he sent Screech into the girls' locker room to record them without their permission, then trampled all over Jessie's academic priorities and dreams of going to Stanford with endless selfish distractions that pushed her to drug addiction and ignored her cries for help and warning signs from her real friend until it was too late and she had a total mental and emotional collapse. All because he looked at his friends as a quick way to make some money. (laughs) Zach Morris is trash. Zach Morris is trash! (laughs) And there are like hundreds of these that are like like just proof that he's just a trash person. (laughs) That's hilarious. No, man. So, uh, 
I didn't mean to get sidetracked on that. We usually do the clips after the commercial, and I feel like there's some people that are like, what the hell? <laughs> I feel like I missed some shit. Now, after last week, there's <laughs> there should be no surprise. We'll do whatever we want. I was flattered by the amount of people that we had messaging us about last week's show. And here's the funny thing, Josh. I didn't remember it. <laughs> like, I didn't remember it because, not because we were tore up. I didn't think that we were that messed up, although you couldn't tell it from the opening because we we sang uh, She's Not the Cheating Kind well, for that, five minutes. So- no, and you like, and you just you called yourself out in the intro. Did I just say another episode? <laughs> but I think some of that was fatigue because we'd been doing like, I know we done like we done like four hours of like live radio or live podcasting, but we had actually been like here for like six hours because we had like. Like you said at one point, we've just been listening to music talking for the past hour. Yeah. <laughs> but the amount of people that have been just like, dude, that, that show was great, you know, and, and, and something to be said about like people who um, relate to mental health. You know what I mean? Like there was so much there that was just like, hey, this is this is real life. Yeah. And then I admit I dance, apparently. <laughs> I just have a Freudian slip where it's like, I just start dancing around. And you try to trick couples in, to coming back to your room on vacation. Hey, you want to see me do some river dancing and he's, in my room? <laughs> I'm a hell of a dancer. It's only 12 o'clock. Don't but be a pussy. Don't go to bed. I was, Come I was, to our bed. <laughs> Watch me dance. I got a king. We can dance if you want to. <laughs> we can leave those friends behind. <laughs> What kind of dance is this, swing I'm, dancing? I'm, I'm, I'm fully on board with your wife's assumption that, <laughs> that you want to She get. doesn't believe that now. She just didn't know what I was like what I was getting at then. Like she was like, wait, no, what whatever you? she formed her opinion of, of you is you what it the, is. The first opinion. And she was, was just true. seeing what you would react like. <laughs> she knows you're trying to get them couples back to their room. <laughs> she knows at some point you're gonna get a hit. That one's hot. And so was his wife. (laughs) (laughs) No, man, we had so many people reach out to us and go, that was probably one of my favorite episodes. Or I have laughed, like BT sent us a message. He was one of the people that sent us a message saying, hey, this is, this has been hilarious. I've had to stop it twice. And like, I've been crying laughing It's like, and I I like, which made me go, huh? I might need to listen to that. (laughs) I need to listen to it because we were like seven, eight hours in. And you know us, once we talk for a while, we progressively get better as we talk. Like, we get more entertaining to be around. That's why, like, when we were younger, people used to, like, we didn't hang out with the cool crowd. But the cool crowd found us because me and you would be sitting on my porch. You know yeah. what I mean? Tell me a person that was, like, probably cool or 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 not even probably cool. But just tell me somebody that wasn't, like, in that upper echelon of... High school or middle school that when we were kids didn't eventually come over and just hang out with us. You know what I mean? It was because, they came to watch the show. Yeah, because after a while we would just hang out and we would just joke around. And the longer we hung out, the funnier we got because we just kept trying to one up each other to the point that by the end of the night, there's a lot it was of hilarious. jokes. In the air. Yeah, it was like you could and you couldn't repeat a joke. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. you couldn't you couldn't rest on your laurels. You had to. You had to keep coming up with new stuff. So 
So by the time we did that last show, which I've said it before, if we had six hours every week to just kill, and then we could just record a show at the end of that. We kill a lot of motherfuckers yeah. in six hours. <laughs> oh, wait, you're not going there. No, no, not that route. <laughs> but if we ever just had to like, if we ever just had like six hours a week that we could just kill, like, and that we there. could... There you go again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that's your trigger word. Me and you, we both get knives. Six fucking hours. Put them on the paws of poodles and then duct tape the other paw together. See who wins, you know. Real Michael Vickish. <laughs> no. If we ever had the time to develop, like... And just like, because when we get around each other, we start warming up. But most of the times we get around each other, we just hit record. Mm -hmm. So we don't have that time to warm up and just go and go. But we're like diesel engines, man. When we get together, we can just keep going and going and going and going until the point where we're like going to a adult website where cam girls are and just mocking them. <laughs> Which grandma, would, <laughs> like some of grandma, that stuff. Grandma, was that you? Some of that stuff. If it was on the air, it would have been hilarious. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of stuff you miss out on because we sh we shut down because you don't want to see like a nine hour podcast or you don't want to hear a six hour podcast where we're warming up to each other. So a lot of times you just get the hour that we're here and then Josh goes home. Uh, but no, man, like I listened back to that and I laughed my ass off because I was like, that was funny. But then, you know, that next day I told you, I was like, man, I felt horrible. And it wasn't well, you bound to have had a badass headache. But here's the thing. I didn't have that many drinks. I did not. Whatever. I swear. But no, you told me. You told me. You were like, remind me to tell this story. Do you want to tell it? I about don't even know what you're talking about. About the bathtub? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was good. <laughs> we were. We were fine. Like, I could have taken a sobriety test and everything. Like Whatever. And they'd be like, Mr. Mulligan. <laughs> you have the right to remain silent. <laughs> Can you put your other hand behind your back? Please, sir. For what? <laughs> you tell me what my rights are. <laughs> yeah, somebody I'm gets a it. sovereign citizen, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> like, that matters. I don't agree with your rules. Why are you cuffing me? Uh, what was the well, old, we're playing by my rules. What was the old David Tell line? He's like, it always starts with, we'll have one more shot. And he's like, it always ends with the famous line, officer, the cuffs are hurting me. <laughs> <laughs> Can you loosen those up? <laughs> if I'm just being detained, then why am I in the back of that car? If I'm, yeah, if I'm just being detained. <laughs> They shouldn't be that tight. I never knew what the difference was when I was younger. Like you always saw Means somebody. If the, I find some shit in your car, yeah. no, but your like, ass. No, I, I understand what it is now, Josh. <laughs> but like when I was younger, if I saw somebody handcuffed in the back of a cop car, I'd be like, "That guy's going to jail. He's guilty of whatever it is he's accused right. of." But like when I got older and started watching some of those cop shows, like I'm just detaining you right now. If you don't have anything, we'll let you go. <laughs> I was like, I didn't know they did that. We don't find no crack in your girlfriend's purse. Yeah, <laughs> and then like I five, was holding it for him. <laughs> then five minutes later, up, they're opening the doors like, well, you know what we're here for, right? <laughs> <laughs> Under my seat, huh? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I figured y'all would find it. <laughs> I didn't hide it well. <laughs> I just kind of threw it in the floorboard. <laughs> and said, put this in your cooch, bitch. I guess she, she didn't must do not it. Have put it in her cooch. Uh. <laughs> or did y'all check the cooch? Well, we... You know they do that thing in jail? When they go to jail, they make them squat and cough? Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine the embarrassment on your face if you squat and cough and like eight needles fall out? Well, I would think it would be more embarrassing if like uh, Legos popped out. Right. You know, I figured it'd be boring in here. <laughs> I was trying to wedge the heroin with that long, flat Lego piece. <laughs> and it just, you know, my my vaginal wall gave in. <laughs> I, I feel like I laughed because I was like, I've never said that sentence before. <laughs> I felt like my vaginal wall gave in. <laughs> you know, I was trying you to know wedge how it. cell walls are. <laughs> They're less similar. <laughs> you know, when it's cold out here, it's hot out here. That vaginal wall don't know what to do. <laughs> Anyways. Well, you damn sure ain't hurt. Richard, you wrecked my vaginal wall. It was time. like, woo. I don't feel like I've gotten fucked at all. <laughs> I bet this ain't gonna hang on to his knee, does it? <laughs> oh, that Jimmy Valiant. <laughs> I told you, you should got him circumcised. <laughs> oh. Anyway. Peel that sleeve back. Peel that sleeve back on him. Good guy. Smell hey. like a damn foot in here. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Wash it up. Yeah, you know, what's behind that? Looks like no some- wonder you got fucking ticks. <sighs> That looks like blue cheddar cheese on his dick right there, Gwen. Huh. Oh, <coughs> gonna get gangrene of the dickhead. That's what's gonna happen. Gonna get gangrene. won't get no girlfriend. They won't want. They won't do nothing with it. Smelling like cheddar cheese like that. Huh. And it's all small. I thought it was all big because he is all sleeve. <laughs> What I do is I put a rubber band on the end of that sleeve, mm. pretend it's part of me. <laughs> well, just go get some, go get some scissors. Let's take care of that sleeve right now. <laughs> the way she was raised, she looks at it like a hangnail. Yeah, <laughs> get that off. Go ahead and go get the toenail clippers. We'll get rid of that foreskin <laughs> right now. <laughs> you know the way she was raised, though, with like seven kids, and she was like one of like. Seven or nine, I can't remember. Ooh, that's a house full. Yeah. Living like in one room shack or what? I didn't realize she was really young when my grandfather was really old. That happened back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. I bet I could train this old girl. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, 13? Yeah, I'm 57. That ought to work. Well, at this point, you're a liability to your mom and daddy. I'll go talk to them. <laughs> you're right. And then look, they're going to give me like 40 acres to take you. It's <laughs> like a financial gain or whatever. Mm. Well, she won't be eating in the house no more. <laughs> He'll have her. Oh, Jesus. That's the way it's, they looked no, at it. No, I know. It's sad, though, it's to think back up. to that. that. They looked at you like, well, damn, that's six more ears of corn I'm going to have to yeah. pick. <laughs> what damn. the fuck? Anyways, oh, uh, bath, old men away. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're really trying to say, people. Keep you know, like my, my great-granddaddy? <laughs> yeah, fuck him. <laughs> but if you look back on it, our nation was built on a nation of pedophiles, basically. By today's standards, who would survive today's cancel culture? No, no one. No one, really. 
everybody was getting married young or having kids young or you know what I mean? Like you know, he's fifty, she's like fifteen. Yeah. That's normal. That's normal. It's totally cool. Anyways, what was you uh saying about the bathtub? I woke up and I didn't have a pillow. I th- look, I'm just gonna say this. I thought when I left here everything was fine. I thought you were. Everything was fun. And I don't know what you did after you left here. I went home and I fucking woke my wife up and talked to her for a second. Which is never good. <laughs> went to sleep. It was like, okay, so uh, next Friday when you're off, I want you to agree to something right now. <laughs> That's what you're kind of drowsy. <laughs> yeah. You're going to shug it from behind. <laughs> now I want you to swear. <laughs> Pinky swear with me right now. It's going to happen. That way I can bring it up later. <laughs> no. Uh, I talked to her, then I went to sleep. This is like midnight yeah. at this point. And I wake up at like 7 a.m. I'm like, oh, this is weird. I don't have a pillow. (laughs) (laughs) Neck's all hurting. Dude, for real. My neck hurt for like three fucking days. Yeah. It's amazing what what like little things, little, little, what you would have considered a luxury in high school. I thought I fell or something. <laughs> That's how bad my neck hurt. Did that son of a bitch beat me up in my front yard again? He must have thir- stern- sternum thrusted me a couple of times. What the fuck's done happen? And um, like I say, I, that cock-sucking motherfucker hit a home run. Anyhow. <laughs> um, Josh is watching the Braves-Dodgers game. Fuck Will Smith. <laughs> Fuck him. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> Getting jiggy with it. Did they play that for him when he walks up? No, 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 no. I don't watch. I don't watch baseball. It's my, It's like really boring to me. Well, anyhow, I, uh, I woke up and I didn't have a pillow. Yes. And I'm like, what the fuck? My neck was all jacked up and shit. And I went and I took a piss. Mm-hmm. And after I get done pissing, <laughs> my bathtub is very close to where my, my oh, did you piss is. in your bathtub? No. Oh, okay. My pillow is laying <laughs> in the bathtub, and it's laying in a way it's on an angle. You know right. how like one of them uh, big bathtubs. Like at some point you were just like, "Fuck it, I'll sleep in the tub, bitch." <laughs> Evidently, <laughs> dude, that motherfucker was laying up on an angle, and it was laying in a way that and. I made sure there was no water ran, like my pillow wasn't wet. Right. It was laying at an angle as if I'd been in there and it was a stormy night or some <laughs> shit. I was laying in there like, oh, I know there's tornado warnings, but I got to get eight hours. I'm just going to sleep in the damn tub. Right. <laughs> Dude, it was laying there like someone had been sleeping in the tub. Yeah. But I'm telling you, and I could pass a lie detector. T- and by the way... I was all scarred up and shit. Yeah, that's that's the thing you said that you were like. My you, wrist on both sides looked like I had been in a thorn bush. <laughs> I don't know why, but it was only one. Just one wrist, and it was all scarred up on both sides. And like I said, in my mind, I went to sleep, and then I woke up at 7 and went to pee and discovered my pillow. I was like, what the hell is all this? I thought... Then you found out it was like Tuesday. <laughs> no, seriously. I thought that maybe my wife had took my pillow and hers had fell on the floor. Do you ever feel like you're one step away from like waking up 
and, and having a padded like cell? no no and like and your mom and your wife being like coming and running and hugging you and they have like a doctor there <laughs> like oh my god he's alive they said you wasn't coming back to us he kicked out <laughs> he kicked out i'd him. already sold all your shit <laughs> <laughs> that's got sounder in the package wasn't very valuable was it i sold it i sold it for like 30 bucks to richard <laughs> he immediately opened he jumped it. on it when we said josh's kidneys are shutting down he just he threw us an offer. Now, I think he's got. I think he's got that third edition Hogan. I think that's one of them he's got. Which one's the third? Is that the Hogaplex? Uh, or is that the? Yes, and then the fourth one is the one that so, uh, Bates had. I got into uh, buying uh, Hasbro figures again. Is that you or is that? A, There's a dog outside. It literally sounds like it's in your yard. You hear it? Oh, you got the window up. Yeah, the window's up. Because it's that nice fucking outside. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> Give me my pellet gun. We'll get him quiet. We'll shut him up one way or another. No, um, w- <sighs> you know, I told you. <laughs> shut up, you three-legged bastard. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> Damn. That's a good dog, bro. He only got three legs, though. I told if you. times got tough, he'd be the first one you'd cook. We went. <laughs> you ain't right. get a full right. like chicken out of him because he's got three legs. But <laughs> I get the drumstick. Singular. Because you know that one would be fucking tough as hell. It'd be good. <laughs> he's been using it. That a one lot. drumstick. <laughs> Damn. No, I told you uh, last week because we were off. Um, I told you I've been going to a lot of retro toy stores. And I found a lot of wrestling figures like Louisville. I, I'm kicking myself now because one of the stores had a AWA Rick Martell and Baron Von Raschke that were like mint out of the package, but mint. And Rick Martell had the AWA heavyweight title on. Oh, dang. All they were wanting was $40 for both of them, the pair. You can probably do better on eBay with that. I looked it up on eBay. The championship belt alone is $35. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, shit, I should have bought that. The only ones that I had of AWA was uh, Ric Flair and Larry Zabisco. And they I remember were... I told you that was Larry Zabisco. And you're like, that's not Larry Zabisco. I was like, that's Larry Zabisco. I was like four or five years old when no. I got, when I got oh, the yeah. things. Yeah. And obviously, I knew who Ric Flair was. Yeah. But. I didn't know who the fuck Larry Zabisco was in like that time period. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you know, I, I don't know who I thought it was. Just some jackass with <laughs> yeah. red tights. He's muscle man. <laughs> That's the wrestlers. I didn't know who the long riders were either. But, but I have bought, like, I bought like uh, Jimmy Snooker LJN, like the L- big LJN figure. Yeah. I got one of those. I was going to get a Brian Knobs, but the arm was all weird looking, the Hasbro. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't get that. But I got Jimmy Snuka. I ended up getting a, a Jim the Anvil Nightheart Hasbro uh, Sting with the blue tights because I never had that one. I had the, the black tights. I think I had sting. like two of those. Yeah. I have the Sting with the blue tights. Uh, I got an Axe Hasbro. Uh, I got a Freddie Blassie and Barber Beefcake LJN. Barber Beefcake, that's a good LG. Yeah. They had one there, though, dude, that was, uh, I told you it was uh, um, Macho Man Randy Savage in the package. Mm-hmm. LJN. And they wanted like $500 for it. Nope. 
<laughs> I was like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. But for the most part, everything else was relatively inexpensive and everything. But I told you we need to go on a trip sometime to like either there or we need to go to St. Louis. Me and you. Uh, I know AEW was going to do a show in St. Louis. I don't know if they're still doing it. It's going to be in like November, wasn't it? I think so. But I can't remember if it's going to be there or not now. But we ought to go, man. We ought to go on a trip. I'll book the room. We'll hit up a I bunch of things. you do that before. <laughs> you flaked out on me. It ain't going to be baseball season, though. I, I got faith in you now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, we should go on a trip, man. Like, I want to do a trip with you, but you just, every time we do it, you're like, oh, no, I got something going on. And no, look, I don't want to hear that shit. All right. Well, you June, tell me. I no, told you. All right. No, well, oh, well, all right. Well, Buff told you the date right, uh, we were supposed to be there. What What day do you want to go on a trip? I will book it tomorrow. You well, tell me. I look. Hold on. No, wait, wait. No, no. Don't tell me my schedule set up a certain way. This is how. Look, this is the calendar right this here. This is how you tell when somebody big money flexes <laughs> on you. Hey, I'll book a trip right now. Tell me I'll the call, date. I'll call my travel agent right now, motherfucker. <laughs> Tell you ever me heard of Anita's travel station? <laughs> I got her personal number, motherfucker. <laughs> you want to go November you or late go October? Carnival Cruise Line or what uh, you want to do? You know, ours got canceled. <laughs> uh, November? You want to do November? No. What? Oh, you don't. Oh, now. See, this is the Josh I get. I don't have any more no, vacation days. No, though, I can't. So. Uh, what, what about weekend? What about weekend day, Josh? Which one you want to do? Let's do December twenty fifth through twenty seventh. Let's just hit all hit all our family at the same time. <laughs> what is it? AEW uh, St. Louis, I guess. AEW St. Louis, November fifth. That's <laughs> a rampage. rampage. I want to go to rampage. <laughs> <laughs> Full gear. Full gears seventh, sixth or seventh. <laughs> there you go. That's, that's what we could do. That's too long. <laughs> that is a Saturday and a Sunday, Josh. It says they're there the 4th as well. Yep, and we could do Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Like We could do any of those days. We could go one of the AEW days. You pick the day. That's what we're talking about right now. You do, You pick the day. I would say the weekends and she don't have any more vacation days. Well, I don't know that I want to go to AEW. We don't have to. We could tell everybody we're going there and hit up St. Louis strip clubs and toy stores. <laughs> Let me put this Jimmy Snooker somewhere. <laughs> you don't want to piss Jimmy Snooker off. <laughs> I, I would think Captain Lou would be the one going in an orifice. He was pretty thick, though. <laughs> I know. That's why he'd be the one. <laughs> which, See if you can get this Captain Lou of your hoo-ha. Which LJN figure would be most respectable <laughs> to have a woman insert? Mean Gene. I, I would think Ravishing Rick Rude because he's all like with his arms on his head. Uh, <laughs> you could go I'm fish, just going to put a leg can, in. You could go reverse breech birth. <laughs> 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 you know, give him something for the I'll fuck around and put that fro-haired uh, Andre in that motherfucker. Could you imagine putting the feet of, uh, <laughs> of Ravishing Rick Rude in a hoo uh, and then taking the upper body that has its hands on its head and then doing the little twist that he did? <laughs> Before you did it, you'd be like, what I'd like to have right now <laughs> is a bitch shaking in my bed. It's for all of you fat, <laughs> out of shape, 
Alabama sweat hogs. Keep the noise down while I gyrate and give this woman a thing her husband couldn't give. Hit the music. I was always a WCW music for for Rick, uh, Ravishing Rick Rude. Sounds like that dog got a headache. Yeah, out he there. he does not like. Might need Here, to let give me turn him some off. aspirin. Oh damn it! Looks like you done shut that blind off in the damn window there, Richard Lee. I broke the mini blind. Don't <laughs> <laughs> buy them mini blinds at a Dollar Tree anymore, huh? Yeah, that dog sounded like he got a headache there, Richard Lee. Oh, it's gonna be hard to watch porn up here now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, broke I don't think anybody's like gonna be like spots. eye level with your second story window. <laughs> like, I broke the mini blinds in like eight spots just by trying to shut the window. Damn you did it. some damage. Yeah, man. All right, you better swear the kid did it to your wife. Yeah, <laughs> try to follow him. Well, all right. Oh, you're sneaky. Yeah. So sneaky to that, like that Lou Albano figure. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to be smoother than a Rick Rude figure in a hoo-ha, <laughs> what do you need to do, Josh? You need to go over where to get a shirt. <laughs> I think if you want to be smooth and you're a figure, you should be King Kong Bundy up in a hoo-ha. But if you want to get up in a hoo-ha because of a shirt, I think you should go to tinyurl.com slash p3 radio tees and you're going to get a p3 radio t-shirt that's going to get you all the poo nanny the cover art t-shirt the ecw like t-shirt ray j soda can so much more tinyurl.com slash p3 radio tees tinyurl.com slash p3 radio tees the only place to find p3 radio merchandise We gotta. I wanna see you. <laughs> I wanna see you. Speaking of things in hoo ha's. <laughs> I wanna show you, man. Man, I need you. Oh, Keith Sweat. Captain Lou. Louis Alpano. He gonna turn sideways. <laughs> Little key sweat, nobody. And we're playing this because your wife did not want to turn this off. Dude, did it remind her of like a trip to Cabo or something? <laughs> this reminds me of Enrique in Cabo. We better take, leave this on. I don't know. I married her, so like, like we had that conversation at one point. Uh, hey, your Braves just hit a home run. How about that? That is right. Oh, a Um, I saw where uh, Lance was trying to make a wager with you. 
Yeah, and I brought you in on it. Oh, I, I saw that I was like being added in. I was like, I don't want to be added in. I fucking Facebooked the hell out of you like you did me. <laughs> well, I'm not your favorite, Josh. You know, I, blah, blah, blah. I just said, uh, you know, he bet like a, we got a bottle of Tangeray versus a bottle of Jack you know, on who the winner of the National League Championship Series is. And uh, I said, now, look, I want to be clear. I'm not when I say when you say bottle, I'm not talking about no Richard <laughs> Lee special with the handle and shit. I'm just talking about a regular ass bottle, 250 milliliters. <laughs> and he's he, he he's like, yeah, uh, we'll leave that Don Perignon shit for the uh, rich people. <laughs> Are he you said, I'm Team him? Josh. So they're both Team Josh at this point. Yeah, sure. But you're Zach Morris, Braves, not the Braves, apparently. Um, anyways, uh, what I was going to say was we were talking, I was talking to my wife earlier tonight and I was like, can you imagine what I would have been if my actual father stuck around? Cause you know, he was a military guy. Yeah. Like, could you imagine? He'd have been six, orderly. Yeah. Six foot three me. Like I might've been somebody. <laughs> oh God. If daddy would have stuck around and made me somebody. You would have never met me probably. Cause I don't think I would ever made it back. From You're Oklahoma. not playing with that Browley kid over there. <laughs> He's got no ambition. Look at him. <laughs> All he wants to do is ride a bike and play with wrestling, man. I bet you he's going to try to throw a Rick Rude in a hoo-ha one day. <laughs> you can't hang out with him. <laughs> no, I mean, just how I would have grown up had I had, like, some kind of discipline where I couldn't just eat, like, fried food you know, all like the time. You know, like a good dad? <laughs> you know, somebody that didn't grow up without a dad. Someone you know? that stuck around. But, I mean, know? imagine if you had a six-foot-three, like, honestly, the way the size I was in high school, that's like, I got on with the football team, and they were just like, I can't play where the shit, but we feel like he's going to be something. Look at how big he is. Because <laughs> I didn't know what the hell I was doing in football until I was out of football. Right. And I was like, oh, I should have done this, this, and this. And then I, I started helping coach because I was like, I want to help kids because I was working at a school at the time. I want to help kids that don't know what they're doing. Like, I want to start at the basics. Like, this is what you're doing. Like, there was so many things that were overlooked. Like, I didn't understand what football was. I just had a lot of people tell me, you're going to be good at this because you're so big. Yeah. For all my, And then when I started playing, I was like, all right, I'm going to be good at it because I'm big. And I was like, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> when do I catch the ball? No, somebody your size doesn't even look at the ball. <laughs> you're just basically wrestling that guy. <laughs> so, I mean, can you imagine what a – person my size with some military discipline would have done i might have been somebody you never know probably not oh <laughs> that's how i know you're my friend <laughs> probably not <laughs> you probably been the same asshole just without me <laughs> well it's like my wife said she's like you would never met me we probably would have never made it out of like one of the military bases we were living in lawton oklahoma at the time You'd have got you a Choctaw Indian or a Native American. I would have been. I would have been a, 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 a Oklahoma. Fan. An Okie. <sighs> An Okie from Muskogee. Who would my favorite football team have been? Probably None been, of them. I'd been probably a truck Dallas. Driver. Probably Dallas. Probably yeah, been probably a Dallas so. Fan. Uh, it's it's funny to think like what trajectory my life would have took had my dad hung around. 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but he only stuck around for about a year. Yep. And now you got what you got. That's how good you were. He's good for a year. Then he started whining about his toys, and I'm like, fuck it, Gwen. I'm out of here. Damn. I go try again. He, I didn't know he was just going to cry all the time about a shitty diaper. Damn, I shit my pants twice last week. By the time I was his age, I done had a bear and a fucking bat and a and a beard. A beer and a beard. <laughs> so we got to talk about I'd like it. to think that your dad like come out of the womb smoking a cigarette or something like <laughs> he was that type. So Josh, we got to talk about this. Um, you know now how let's we talk about what what if for like 30 minutes. <laughs> what, what if? if my dad stuck around? What if my grandfather didn't get cancer? What do you think would have happened? Dude. <laughs> What? what the fuck? Oh, that's the that's where we draw the line. Childhood abandonment's okay, but don't bring up untitled death from cancer. Come on. <laughs> Both of them happened to me. How can you cancel me talking about something that happened to me? Your daddy wasn't worth a shit, but your grandpa was. <laughs> he was. As far as I know, I was young when he died. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> But I love how you're like, come on, dude, don't say that. <laughs> Your grandpa was a good guy. Come he on. was. He was a great guy. Your dad was a piece of shit. Come on. And he was, too. <laughs> don't what ifs with shit that but, never would what if. But how can, you, how can you limit what I can say what if about? I didn't say anything negative. I said, what if my grandfather didn't get cancer and lived another year or two? Okay. Well, that'd been awesome. Uh, that was positive. And you're like, come on now. Don't say that. He needed to die then. <laughs> no. Come Maybe on. you're the asshole here, Josh. No. <laughs> I'm saying what I said when I said it. And and that's what I'm saying. <laughs> right. What but, about George Brett shitting, <laughs> shitting his pants? Well, we talked about it before and we've talked about it. We you know, we did the little episode on uh um Shooting the Shiznit had their, like, what, 500, 500, <laughs> my tongue got all big, 500th episode, and we were on their Facebook Live broadcast, what, two weeks ago, and, uh, it's about, what, three, three at this point, I'm right? I'm sorry, go ahead. You Is tell, it? You tell me. No, it was two. <laughs> no, you tell me, you know. You got to grasp of reality, apparently, what I can and can't talk about. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're wishing your dad would have stuck around, it's like wishing that fucking Adolf Hitler was a good person. Or if my grandfather didn't get cancer. I just Lance yeah. Russell, you come on now. We're not talking about that. Go come back to on. talking about how a deadbeat your father was. Don't talk about cancer now. Come on. Come on now. Um... <laughs> um. No, we were we were doing that show, and we were talking about how uh, with Lance Levine, who you can find his book, All the Right Notes, on Amazon right now. Uh, go check his book out. Buy his book. Help him out. Help a fellow podcaster and a great guy out. Uh, but we were talking about on shooting the Shiznit's 500th episode on Facebook about how uh, BT brought up how there was basically he reiterated what we said. There's two types of people in this world. People that have shit their pants and people who lie about it. And there's no, no in between. It's a Southern thing. That's what the polls. Is have that what indicated. they said? 
uh, it's not it, a southern thing. People shit their pants. That's what they said. They said it was, uh, what was it? 60% of the voters in the poll said that it's just a southern thing. But I think it... And then 40% are liars. <laughs> well, I mean, like... Uh, There's, like I said, two Lance times tweeted. Two. Lance tweeted the account and he said p3 radio i expect a full apology nope and i said i will not apologize nope. for 60 percent of those kind people that voted that's the majority Being, that's enough to get you a president <laughs> i said i will not that apologize <laughs> for those 60 percent of those kind people being liars yep not doing yep. it yep. it's not just a southern thing it's like uh you well, can't tell me that people don't get shitty drunk yeah. in the north. No. And they're like, well, damn, that's a toilet. No, it's it? too cold to shit your pants up here. We don't do that, eh? <laughs> I don't know how they talk. We don't do that, eh? <laughs> well, I figured I would. <laughs> you know, because Lance is from Canada, yeah. eh? <laughs> Might as well be. <laughs> he ain't from here, he's from Canada. <laughs> Anywhere north of the Mason-Dixon lines, Canada. It's fucking Canada. <laughs> well, I figured I'd bring this to the show. George Brett. Picking his shitty booty? George Brett was a former baseball player, right? And you oh, would they say accused he's... him of a corked asshole? <laughs> <laughs> Should have corked that asshole. And maybe he would have shit all over himself. <laughs> but we'll say this. George Brett was a pretty respected baseball player, right? Yeah, I mean, I thought he was an awesome baseball player. Well, he has a story here, Josh. I want, I feel like uh, a Mr. Lance Levine should hear this story. What do you think? We'll see what George says first. <laughs> if I could get it to play. <laughs> it's, you're clicking on the fucking play button. All right, here we go. <laughs> that's fake as hell. Pardon. To the left side. I shit my pants last night. <laughs> I did. Went out and had a great meal, just a great fucking meal. And I had to go to the bathroom so bad in the car. I'm going, travel, hurry up, man. I got shit. I had fucking shit in my pants. I went and did. <laughs> Audible. Pause it. That's when he should, I shit my pants like a fucking. <laughs> and he used like an R and an F word. <laughs> I hear Boy, you can I see your I shit my pants last night. I did. Went out and had a great meal, just a great fucking meal. And I had to go to the bathroom so bad in the car. I'm going, travel, hurry up, man. I got shit. I'm good uh, twice a year for that. When was the last time you shit your pants? Yeah. Been a while? I was in Vegas a couple years ago. Just an honest to God true story. Staying at the Bellagio. I went over to the Mirage for dinner, met some friends of mine over there. Got a hooker? Went to Kokomo, it's a great little steakhouse. The guy brings out some fresh crab legs. These just came in. I got to give them to you guys. Brings, I'm eating them. Then we go Pause play it. gamble a little bit. When I'm <laughs> this motherfucker knows he's mic'd. Yeah. Like he's wearing a box. And uh, I mean, but I mean, how many times does he get mic'd? You know what I mean? Like he probably gets mic'd all the time. So it probably loses some. I'll see what these bastards are going to yeah. keep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I will say this. George Brett does get uncomfortably close to people while they're stretching and talk. And put his dick close to him. <laughs> I come back to the hotel. I get three quarters of the way out of the lobby, and all of a sudden I go, oh, fuck. And I'm standing here like this. I got my butt pinched so fucking. I'm, I'm fucked. I can't move. Felt all right. I went just like this. Water. Water. I had that, some food poisoning from the crabs. 
take off my leather jacket, hey, other side, other tied it around my waist, and I'm just standing there, and it's just running down my leg. <laughs> I got jeans on, black bucks, no socks, and uh, I just start fucking walking. Every time I'm walking, something's coming out. It's water. Straight fucking water. I said, Larry, you won't believe this. I'm standing outside the fucking Bellagio. I can't move. I got shit everywhere. I shit all over myself. And Larry's about a 48 waist. So he brings me over a pair of pants and a and some towels and some towels and so he then he comes over and he meets me where I'm I tell him where I'm standing okay. he finds the closest bathroom when you go up the escalator you go into the fuck I can't get in the elevator <laughs> why is he telling like a 30 minute story when they're supposed to be stretching and shit like, he's just telling them like how he shit his pants we, did this, be, we do this every week not when we're supposed to be fucking like stretching a, we stretch on our, the show uh, our, our sternums and shit like Getting our sternum. It's like before stretches. the show. It's like me, 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 me. Oh, I liquidity shit on myself, Josh. By the way. <laughs> no, we do this la, la, every la, la, la. week, Josh. <laughs> so he goes in. He finds the closest bathroom. He's in like, the lobby dude, the I'm hotel. just trying to stretch my lats out, bro. <laughs> and you're talking and then, about shitting your pants. <laughs> and I get in the escalator, and he kind of sounds like he dropped something, so no one gets behind me. Tells me where it is. I go in there. He goes and gets the towel all wet for me, throws it over the fucking stall. I take off all my fucking clothes, just wipe off, leave my shoes, left my shoes, my pants. Let's bring That's what this you do up. when you're a millionaire. You'd leave every fucking thing because it doesn't matter. Let's bring this up, too. Like, as he's telling this story, whoever is stretching with him is stretching away from him. And he's, like, encroaching on them to tell him this story. But... How good of a friend is that? Somebody that brings you a towel to wipe off with and an extra pair of pants and like you just leave all your shit. I got you. One that you can look at and be like, I have a hundred dollar bill right now. <laughs> Mind you, it's nineteen eighty nine. Right. That's like five hundred dollars. Give me everything <laughs> off of your body. Let's listen to this. I take off all my fucking clothes, just wipe off, leave my shoes, left my shoes, my pants, everything right there, the towels right there in the stall, and I'm walking barefoot with my shirt and his pants that are 48 waist through the lobby like this at midnight. Got up in the morning, took the most perfect double tapered shit I've ever had in my life. True story. Who's the pitchers in this game? <laughs> True story. Who's the pictures in this game? <laughs> so I'm going to say this. If it was good enough for George Brett, it's good enough for everybody else, right? I took the best double tapered shit I've ever <laughs> taken in my life. True story. <laughs> had a head on both ends of that son of a bitch. Uh, we um, got to talk about this too, Josh. Have you heard about the Urban Meyer stuff? I've heard something about him like... Uh, Dancing like you were, mm. <laughs> had his boots on and shit. <laughs> you know, like we go out dancing. <laughs> That's one thing that just tickled the shit out of me about the last episode. Is like and you're like, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I've never went out dancing. <laughs> Maybe we should start. Have you seen the Urban Meyer dance video? I have not. All right, let's watch a little bit of it. Uh, if this plays older male 15 seconds oh yeah it's 
Here we go. Another top story we're following this evening. Jaguars coach Urban Meyer now addressing this video showing him in a compromising position with a woman at his restaurant and bar in Columbus, Ohio, a woman who is not his wife. <laughs> I just apologize to the team and staff and uh, for being a distraction. It's stupid. <laughs> you know. Just this afternoon, another video from a different angle was made public <laughs> on social media. Like the original, it too is going viral. This one is seven seconds long. You can see Meyer's oh. hand on the inner part of the woman's leg. He has now, his cock coach out. Now, says he is apologizing to the team for being a distraction. Scott Johnson is joining us now. He's been talking. Two videos surface showing Jaguars coach Urban Meyer He's at in an Ohio deep. bar. They're going viral on <laughs> He's social media. For Look. This is the first one we showed you Sunday, showing a woman dancing against him. Monday, this one surfaced showing another angle, which we are blurring. I love the how they blur it. That's bullshit. It's not like any genitals are out there. Like, here's the thing. So he had a girl dancing on him, and, and she's, a, she's a college girl. She made the the uh, what is it the Monica Lewinsky mistake. There's a man in power here. He owns this bar. I know him. We're friendly. We've probably fucked. <laughs> and she's like, I'm gonna go dance on him. And he's hammered apparently because he's owing four. <laughs> His team's not doing well. The Jacksonville Jaguars suck a big ball. They're horrible. <laughs> and he's like, this ain't as easy as college where, you know, they give me two good games a year and then I can just win the rest of them and go to the playoffs. Right. Uh, it's not like that in the pros. Uh, so they had video of him like trying to physically sh do the like the little Tim Horner stuck his <laughs> thumb in a plum, <laughs> like him trying to finger her butthole through the jeans, <laughs> like trying to shove his thumb up her ass <laughs> through jeans. And those were Levi's, man. You ain't ripping Levi's, <laughs> but he he had to apologize for this shit. Do you know what her name is? This is what makes it even better. Tell me what you th think of the most porniest name you can think of. Tell me what you think her name is. Um, the chick's name that he was trying to finger bang through dungarees. You said uh, <laughs> the most porn name? Well, yeah, just think of a porny name. Uh, a porny name. I like yeah, that. Yeah. I'm porny, baby. <laughs> so uh, probably like... Um, uh, well, I know it's not going to be like something like Roxanne Siren or something like that, but it would be like um, maybe uh, Miranda Nicole or some shit. You want to know her name? What? Cayman, Nebraska. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's some Cayman, Johnny Utah type Cayman, shit. Nebraska. <laughs> that is her name. Uh <laughs> And apparently, this has wrecked that girl's life, and I feel bad about that because oh, all I can do is OnlyFans now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna starve. No, you're hot. You'll you'll be fine. Do you want to see what she looks like? I'm sure that's well, I seen in the video, but let's go. But I mean, you want to see what she looks like on like when I see her name's Cayman, Nebraska. Is that her shoot name? That's her shoot it... name, Josh. That is her. Apparently, her. Her uh, mom took the social media and said this was ruining look, her life. I, look, I'm sorry. You look at her right there. Uh huh. If she's rubbing up on you 
at the damn MMA show. Or <laughs> well, first off, my wife's there, and she's killed her already. No, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> if she's in a corner or whatever, and mm. she's doing that, there has to be a part of you that's just like, damn, this is one, of li- one in a lifetime for me. Like, Don't drag me into your, like, whatever you're trying to drag yourself no, into. No, I, I know the way you're going to think. Like, I love how you're like, hey, Richard, what would you think if you ruined your marriage for this? <laughs> Come on, say it in a public forum. <laughs> no. Okay. I mean, so I get the attraction to it. I get what you're saying. No, I hate big titty blonde. Let, I hate let me say shit. it in a different way. Ugh. I get the attraction. Wish your cr- I wish one of her eyes were crossed. <laughs> She'd be more attractive. Urban Meyer was trying to cross one of the. He was trying to dot an eye for, <laughs> yeah. for sure. <laughs> Let me check that oil. What do you but got in there? I Five W twenty. I know what you're saying. I won't admit it the way you're admitting it because you're like, there hey, you Richard, go. you want to throw your life away? One leg up. <laughs> no, one leg up. But I see what you're saying. An attractive female. Yes, I get it. But at the same time, now I will say this: I've been, should have had apologized for it because, I mean, this is personal life. You know what I mean? Like, right? You know, I mean, the only person he should have had to. Life. But I mean, he had to apologize to his team, and some of that is because Jacksonville. Uh, this is They're why old. we're oh oh because your because your fucking coach is trying to bunghole a girl. <laughs> I've been projecting at all... his bar in Ohio. <laughs> it was his bar, right? Like, I mean, but here's the thing: why are you, you almost dropped your coke? <laughs> I did. Why are you apologizing? <laughs> right. Well, I why? will say this: they did say that he should have probably stayed with his team. That was 0-4 and, and went back to Jacksonville. And he was like, no, y'all fuckers, y- y'all place. losers go on. <laughs> I got a place. I know where I can get some strange coots. You know. It's going to look odd. It's going to look like I'm trying to take a snap from her, but I'm just trying to take a snapper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get in that snapper. Right. Is what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, I mean, I looked at it. I was like, yeah, the only person he should apologize to is his wife. She said, do you like a tortoise or a snapper? <laughs> Does that mean you got the clap, baby? <laughs> Feel around in there and tell me which one you think it is. It looked like well, he was right, trying to do that. Ch- what was that little check. trick you do with the, your kid where you're like, put your arms between your legs and you grab their arms and you flip them? <laughs> you uh, ever done that? Uh, abuse? I don't- <laughs> No, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yes, it looked like he was trying to do that, but like she was way too big to do that, so he just like kept just. He's like, "Ooh, my thumb got lost. Ooh, where'd that thumb go?" I, I joked with somebody. I was like, "I he think playing he was hide just the pickle, having a dream that he was a proctologist and <laughs> trying to. He was just trying to save as many people as he could. That's all he was doing. Damn girl, you're deep. I didn't pull out no oil. <laughs> I just shoved the dipstick down there a little further." Oh, man. But, yeah, he had to apologize to the team, like the people, and then John Gruden came out. And and one-upped him. Yeah, that's all it is. It's like you just have to – you have to – the old Opie and Anthony thing where they were talking about, like, all you had to do was just wait until the next thing come up. <laughs> right. And, and it's it, just bang, 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 bang now. They used to talk about how – like how many people on nine September tenth two thousand one had a scandal going, <laughs> and how many of those was just like they woke up on September eleventh and were just like, 
Fucking yes! <laughs> right. There was a politician that was alleged to have killed his wife, and it all got like swept under the rug because September 11th happened. Like, how does a judge forget that shit? I don't know, man. But it's just like well, all you, you know, have to like, do. Patriotism and whatnot would prevent me from ruling on this case. Well, let's just put this like put it this way. I am not a fan of the emails that have come out about what John Gruden said. Yeah. The racist, homophobic, blah, 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 blah. I will say sometimes there's things that you say, languages that you use. And if you went back 20, 30 years on how we used to talk, Josh, we wouldn't be able to stand up to that you know, measure. Back- <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. there were things we said. Gay was a term that you just used that was just like bad. Or that's, you know... That's, that's terrible. You know what I mean? Katy like, Perry had a song in 08, That's So Gay. Yeah. Or uh, You're So Gay. Yeah. But I don't know what she was talking about, but that, <laughs> that was like... Nobody knows what she's ever talking about. <laughs> you know what I mean. But you know what I mean? Like, I was the first person, like, that was like, yeah, I don't let gay people get married. You know, like, the first yeah. people, probably in my family, that said that. But, you know, I don't care. Like, I don't hate people for being gay. No. Like... And that, but that's the thing. It's like I feel like if we're going to go back and look at people's past and what they've said, I think we should like if we're going to do it, we should probably do it across the board, right? And somebody brought up a great thing on Facebook about like, you know, if everybody's going to pretend not pretend, but if everybody's going to agree that John Gruden's comments were wrong, then we probably need to cancel the halftime show because it's done by what two thirds of the NWA. You know what I mean? Not the National Wrestling Alliance. I was going to say, <laughs> Nick Aldis came out and he was like, Nick, I'm going to show I you. I will defeat Cody Rhodes. <laughs> I don't know why he sounds like that. but <laughs> No, I mean, but I mean, let's look back at the old Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, Eminem lyrics. Eminem made fun of Columbine. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. Let's, look in, let's listen to Real Compton City G's. Or let's who, listen who to is by not Snoop Dogg no, or no. Dr. Dre. Or let's listen to uh what is it? What's Cowards the, in Compton Cow- with Luke. Yeah. Or any of them. Or any of them from back in the nineties. If we're gonna go back and start just judging people, your whole halftime show has homophobic raps. Your whole halftime show. All of them. As recent as two thousand and what? Two thousand when uh Eminem you know, twenty one years ago. I mean, let's just, but I'm saying, like, we don't know how long ago some of these emails come out. Let's just look at, like, what was the Eminem song talking about, like, how ICP was when blowing I was just him? A little baby boy, my mama used to tell me these crazy things. Yeah. Bitch, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's a lot of stuff out there. Like, I don't care that the halftime show is a bunch of people that talked about things that would be considered homophobic or, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't care about their past. Like, if they make good music, fine. But we judge other things. It's like, no, he's a football coach. He can't say the same things that the that the <laughs> halftime show said. He has to say what we want him to say, which I don't know, man. Like, I, I slowly start to hate people. You know what I mean? It's like. Me too. Does that make any sense? It like, does. Kind I of feel like you're judging me a little bit. But, I am. But it's okay. No, I mean. You. Do you feel that way? That's go ahead. Why. No, go ahead. You explain to me where I'm wrong here. You're not, but like, you know, 
today's like the way people are like that's what they're doing they're digging they're trying to it's find like everybody's looking for that next aha out. moment ha you gotcha. said back in 1998 you know whenever you were on spring break at mtv that that bitch had fine boobs yeah like, oh you were a married man at that point yeah. like i get it but at the same time i've gotten to the it point it really depends on who you are i've gotten point. to the point where i watch stuff on tv now like from the old days like like we said saved by the bell zach morris was horned up for everything <laughs> and <laughs> zach morris would talk about some I shit can relate. like he's like i want to go to the girls locker room it's Me like too. <laughs> you know you know what i mean like yeah. and you look back at that now and you're like oh my god if somebody was to say that like if i was to admit i liked boobs i'd be crucified you know what i mean yeah. like I, I just, I don't understand. This is how I know I'm getting old. And I, my birthday was last week. Thanks for wishing me a public birthday. Um, I texted you. <laughs> you did. No. You did. I forgot your, uh, you tried to one-up me and get married on my birthday. And I forgot to wish you a happy anniversary. So I'll do it publicly. Happy anniversary. You fucking it's over. With. <laughs> it's over. I was sitting here wondering, like, why is that motherfucker going out of town on my birthday? <laughs> yeah, because that—that's what I structure my life on. Your birthday. He might think I'm going to get him something. Let's go out of town. <laughs> How was your anniversary, by the way? Awesome. I mean, we're just you know, shucked it from behind. <laughs> We've been together for like a million years. Oh, half. How long? How long? Yep. Uh, nine years married, ten Has years together. Yeah, jeez, that you We've guys been together married. for ten years. Here's the awesome thing about that. I I say I never forget it. I forgot it this year until I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> but uh, you guys got married at my birthday party, and that was nine years ago. Yeah, that's crazy, man. And me and Julie were the only witnesses. We could lie and make this thing totally illegal. <laughs> I didn't say shit. They ain't married. <laughs> well, your mother-in-law married us, so, you know. She was drunk. <laughs> Busting around. <laughs> no. Me too. It's not legal. I'm just saying, if you want out of this, Josh, you just tell me when. <laughs> we can contest the shit out of this. <laughs> I was no. not in my right mind. <laughs> he wasn't. The witnesses weren't really there. <laughs> And the, and the priest was drunk. I think he's in the bathroom the whole fucking time, to be honest with you. I think my mother-in-law and her concocted something where they signed his name. <laughs> no, man. It's just it's an awesome feeling to think that, you know. I just remember A woman that. could deal with you that long. Yeah. Like all my bullshit. <laughs> yeah, especially you. Can you believe that? <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I had a guy at work i was telling i was like yeah my wife she's a total square ass like <laughs> she doesn't do anything she doesn't fucking you know no kind of she Don't drinks anal <laughs> she drinks like a, a a goddamn margarita like once every four years or i feel shit. like if we got our wives together they would have a good time yeah as long as they didn't talk politics i think as long as you didn't like mention like hey we go back to the room. It's like midnight. <laughs> I'll do some river dance. <laughs> I think it'd be perfect. But I, I think you get I so just got weird. these new board shorts and a, and a tank top. <laughs> I'm just spitballing here. <laughs> Look at these boots I'm fucking wearing. <laughs> Cowboy boots, board shorts, and a tank top. <laughs> now watch me river dance. 
<laughs> Notice the chub in the front of the, of the pumps in the bump. Pumps in the bump. Uh, you remember that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> These boots got spurs on them. You gonna need them, baby. <laughs> oh god. No, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, that's why I don't want to do that. I feel like your wife and my wife would have a great time as long as they didn't talk politics. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. I feel like you and your wife <laughs> struggle with that same thing. <laughs> Although my wife is... Just com- about certain things. Yeah. You know? But, uh, there's yeah. been a lot of things that I've came around to. You know, in the <laughs> Go past. ahead and shove it in there. <laughs> no, I'm talking about like politically and stuff. You know, in the last four or five years or whatever. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of things that... <sighs> no, I get it. No, I've matured it. as a person yeah. in the last... I think everybody grasps and this is our take on politics everybody grasps at something when they're young and they feel they have to hold on to that through their 20s and early 30s and then when they start to mature they start waning on certain things none of this shit fucking matters i will say this (laughs) the people that are logical and don't fall into a a line yeah mature and go okay no it's not realistic say this or this or this i can have my own thoughts on every individual thing I will say that I don't know if my wife's there yet, <laughs> but as long like I feel like they'd have a great time just talking about us. Like I know that sounds very egotistical. You don't imagine how good our wives would have a good time just talk about us. Talk Josh. about us. How much they hate us. <laughs> well, how much we get on their nerves. Probably be accurate. <laughs> but no, man, I feel like no. To hear my talk. wife say it, I'm just I'm another one of the kids. But like, hey. You keep me around. Well, that would make you a pedophile, wouldn't it? <laughs> you know what you did on our anniversary? That's illegal in all oh, 50 states. <laughs> you should bring that up next time she says you're a kid. <laughs> well, that'd make you a pedo. You need to go tell our neighbors. <laughs> and then just march her out. <laughs> You go out there and you grab, tell our neighbor. Grab her by the ear. Tell them. <laughs> tell them what you just told me. Tell them what you did to me last night. <laughs> I'm just like one of the kids to you. Come on, tell me. Tell her. Tell her. No. She Shit, said, I didn't think you were going to tell her. <laughs> that's, that's when I honed in on something. She's like, it's like dealing with one of the kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, shit, I'm sorry. Miss Brenda, I'm sorry I interrupted your dinner. <laughs> the neighbor. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I misunderstood something. I'm sorry you had to hear the sexual acts that she committed. I had my damn AirPod in. I didn't know. I only half heard what the fuck she was saying. Sorry. <laughs> but better be too cautious, right, Miss Brenda? <laughs> better be too cautious. I mean, you got a beagle. <laughs> so, uh, we got one more story we got to get to, Josh. And that's, this is something that made national news. It is. Um, and it's from right down the road. It's actually from a place that I never lost the heavyweight title at, Huntington, Tennessee. I am still the champion of Huntington, Tennessee. <laughs> I bet you are. I wrestled. Uh, I can't remember what the organization was called. But, <laughs> that makes it real. Um, I can't remember what the guy's promoter's name was. Shit. It's been like. 12 years ago or 10 years like i was really, you know it was like in his basement but they put the belt on me he put everything on the internet he said <laughs> you know hey you play with this guy's butt i'll give you the title i want to say brimstone 
was the guy. Anyways, he used to run Huntington. And I worked Huntington like for like months. It was like once a month show. We would, I want to say they even did like a TV show at one point, but they put the belt on me when I was relatively young and they turned me heel. So I was like their heel champion, like 23, 24 at the time, but I never lost the belt. Like the last show we did, like I wrestled like three times, got beat up by every baby face, kept the title. I was security on the first match, <laughs> under a hood in the second. I was in the main without the mask. But no, no, I mean, I, I, I did like three or four spots in the show, the last one I did. And it was building up for me to work a guy. And I can't remember who it was that I was supposed to be working, but then they just didn't run any shows anymore. Look, I'll pay for everything. I know this is Cracker Barrel, but <laughs> I'll pay for it all. You you know, hey, man, my card got declined. And my wife's been fucking around, so you're going to have to get up and slack on this one. I'll get you back next, Cracker Barrel. It's a once-a-month show. <laughs> and you know you ain't going to run up Christmas. It's November, motherfucker. Right. And you ain't going to run in January because hey. you're going to say the crowds are down. It's going to be like March. I'll get, you back. I'll get you back next spring. Anyways, I was the champion of Huntington. I never lost that belt. That's like one of the only titles I never lost. So you're like Huntington. It was Huntington's heavyweight title. Wrestling. And then me and Miles are still TIWF champions. <laughs> we never lost the tag titles. <laughs> I wouldn't want to claim that. Yeah, we didn't. The last match we had, we broke the wooden ring. Can we just leave the belts here? <laughs> we did. We are just like dropped them in the ring. We're like, there you go with your shitty broken wooden ring. <laughs> did I ever tell that story? I think. You never told the uh, promotion. It was TIWF, and we were working uh, in Brownsville. Even though they were running a show in Jackson, uh, Randy Bird, um, don't Google him, you won't find much, but him and Wildside were having a little bit of a spat at the time. And Wildside was running Jackson and Randy was running Brownsville. And we decided that we were going to go to Brownsville because Randy said, y'all come to Brownsville. I don't want y'all to have any heat in Jackson. Y'all just go to Brownsville. He was a piece of shit anyways. But uh, we were like, okay, we'll come to Brownsville. So we went to Brownsville, wrestled in the first match. They put us against two guys that had never locked up before. <laughs> And we looked at the ring when we got there, and it was completely wood. Like, <laughs> I think the only things that weren't wood <laughs> was the post. <laughs> they had steel post, and everything else except for the ropes was wood. <laughs> and the canvas. The canvas was like a rubber tarp canvas. The turnbuckle things were like Everything wood. was fucking wood. It was like Geppetto built a ring. <laughs> Like Yukon Cornelius was like, I got an idea. So we decided that we were going to get in that ring and just practice bumping a little bit, see how it felt. You know, like some wrestlers you know, would do. see if it concaves <laughs> up under you. I took one bump and I heard. <laughs> and I looked at Miles like, we need to get out of here. <laughs> so we got out and we found out we were the first match on the card of like seven. And we That's knew they, good, right? yeah, we were like, all right, great. <laughs> Me and Miles kind of looked at each other like this you ring. Like ain't Shaq gonna... looked at a goal, yeah. <laughs> at like the, between ninety one and ninety four. I think I could break that. Me and Miles looked at the, looked at each other, and we didn't say a word to each other, but we both knew 
that ring wasn't going to survive us. Because <laughs> I was like 290, 295 at the time. You looked at him, did you have U.S. donuts this morning? <laughs> Miles was probably like I 350 did. at the time. So, And then our opponents weren't small. So our finishing move was this, I held a Boston Crab while Miles came with a leg drop on the back of the head. It was we called it the death penalty or something like that. I can't remember what it was. It was pretty impressive. It was like I pulled a Boston crab, like a high angle Boston crab, like Jericho would do with the lion tamer. One that make Rick Martell proud. Yeah, no, no, no. Like you remember the lion tamer, how he would hold yeah. them high angle, mm-hmm. like where their like upper chest was the only thing touching the mat. Yeah. That's what I would do, and Miles would come with a leg drop. <laughs> well, I just remember holding the the Boston crab. And then Miles coming with the leg drop, and I'm facing the opposite direction. And then all of a sudden, everything went from crowd to, <laughs> to, to canvas. <laughs> My line of vision just went from th- to the bottom turnbuckle. <laughs> and I, and you I, hear that guy moaning. I shouldn't have been here. I shouldn't have been no, He I was fine. <laughs> <laughs> but i just remember like for the they had six other matches after that and they all had to be outside the ring for the most part oh, we got terrible. another no rules I, if i could find the pictures somewhere and they were also doing like a benefit for somebody <laughs> so it was like me and miles like had the kid up on our shoulders doing like like yay! I was gonna say, <laughs> but you could have said you for the upside. I mean, we ain't got to wheel him in the wheelchair into the ring. We didn't tore the motherfucker down, dude. I just remember. I just remember after that match, shit, just like watching the ring and the next match, trying to work in it. The cripple and shit just falling out of the bottom of it. The crippled kid's like, where's your ring at, mama? Dude, I just remember. I remember the next match was working, and they're trying to work in the ring, and the ring has a definite slope. And it looks like, like a skateboard ring. One of them tries to body slam, and when they body slam them in the ring, like all this shit just starts falling. Underneath and you hear the guy that got body slammed like, ah! <laughs> But the frame held. It was just a very weak middle. And for like then on, it was just like everybody was just like, y'all stay out of the ring when you wrestle now. Dude, did you put the Boston Crabs like, I ain't never wondered what it felt like to wrestle on a railroad track. I know what it's like though now. (laughs) But anyways, I digress because this story is about Huntington, Tennessee. And the story is, Josh, Wendy's customer doused with hot oil (laughs) by shift manager. You know, the leader. (laughs) Can I speak to your manager? You don't want to do that. He's just going to douse you in hot oil. (laughs) I mean, if you want that, ma'am, I can get him out of here. (laughs) That is fucking awful. How did he awful. do it? Did he cup it in his hands? 
<laughs> he went and got that big ass pan that's that's up under the the fry thing. He threw the fries out. <laughs> he just or, scoops it up with a handle like ha ha. <laughs> no, he took that surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> He must have took the reservoir and just fucking dumped oh, it out. He kind of looks like a guy that's had hot oil thrown on him before, though. Look at how high his eyebrows are in his mugshot. <laughs> that was God throwing that hot oil. <laughs> According to a police report, a man purchased food in a Wendy's drive-thru drive drive late Tuesday night before returning to inform an employee that his food was cold. The situation escalated to a verbal altercation between the customer and a 21-year-old Demarius Pritchard. Pritchett? Pritchett. Pritchett. Demarius Pritchett, who was working in his role as a shift manager. How far up the ladder do you have to be at 21 to be a shift manager, apparently? Surveillance footage shows Pritchett. Obtained a pan, <laughs> not a cup, not a cup, a pan, a pan of hot shit. oil from the kitchen. Walked back to the drive-through and poured it over the customer through the window. So I'm asking, like, how did he expect <laughs> this altercation to end? I don't want a victim blame here. <laughs> he said what he said, and then I had to go get that hot oil right. and pour kinda out seems, this window on this motherfucker. Kind of seems premeditated, right? Yeah. But, I mean, how long do you... <laughs> what can you say? Hold on. I Hold had on. to go to the well, kitchen to get follow, this hot oil. Follow me on this, Josh. How long do you sit there <laughs> in your Ford Escort with the window down <laughs> and you watch this guy <laughs> bobbling a big hot oil grease pan? Towards the drive through window. He's got to throw the basket out of it first. <laughs> right. Before you go, hey, fries in this motherfucker, bitch. <laughs> I want to guarantee you the last word said in that Ford Escort was, he ain't going to throw that on us, is he? <laughs> I think he should roll the window up, Randy. <laughs> well, being like honey, I said, I don't want didn't... a victim blame. I don't want a victim blame. But I feel like if you see somebody. <laughs> You should roll that window up faster, trying to, Rain. Trying to patty cake a pan of hot oil <laughs> towards the truck. <laughs> <laughs> these motherfuckers. It's gotta be these hot. motherfuckers. <laughs> he's, he's juggling it. It's burning right. him. Towards it's, your direction. And <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, I'm going to keep this window down. I'm going to see what he's got to say. Fuck him. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. I feel like Demarius is Pritchard. Pritchard? De Demarius Pritchett's defense should have been, I thought he was going to roll the window up. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to scare him. Uh, surveillance footage showed Pritchett. Kind of sound like a victim blaming. <laughs> it does. <laughs> but, I mean, how long do you have to watch somebody come towards you with hot oil before you just go? He bound to put gloves on first to juggle that, <laughs> right. that pan. <laughs> He's put those big oven mitts on. <laughs> Like, I got something for your ass. I swear to God, if I get to that window, I'm going to burn your ass. <laughs> He's walking all slowly, like you do when you're putting ice trays in the freezer. <laughs> right. Watch out of the way, Martha. I got something for his ass. You leave that window down, sir. And booyah. <laughs> ha! Damn. Uh, surveillance footage showed Pritchett. 
obtained a pan of hot oil from the kitchen, walked back to the drive-thru, and poured it over the customer through the window. The victim received extensive burns, as you would imagine, uh, on his left side and arm, and was treated for his injuries at Baptist Memorial Hospital. While in custody, Pritchett admitted to throwing the hot oil and claimed he had been previously harassed by the victim. You know What, what does make that, that make about today? Like, you know what seriously. you should probably say next time? Sir, we're not going to serve you. Please leave. If you don't leave, we'll call the police. Instead of saying, gotcha, motherfucker. <laughs> Hot oil. Now you're two-faced, bitch. <laughs> you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, though, Josh. Who am I to judge? Well, well evidently, it- he, I mean, think about it. You're not going back to your career at Wings. Nah, he's done. <laughs> done at 21. Like. <laughs> He's an old-timey vet there. (laughs) Uh, Pritchett was charged with aggravated assault. I can see the way that the hiring practices and shit are nowadays, though. They'll have to add that in. Within like six months, it's like, well, he's got management experience with us. He's wanting to get back in. He's he's, He got out of prison. (laughs) All he did was throw hot oil on a customer. Right. (laughs) I don't think he can work at Kinko's, (laughs) ma'am. Well, shit. How's he supposed to make a living? He's not going to have anything attainable that will hurt any customer. What if he went back to school and became a welder? (laughs) Wouldn't that make sense? Uh, Pritchard, Pritchett was charged with aggravated assault and has since been released on bond. Uh, We spoke with the victim's mother Wednesday, who says he currently isn't in good condition and hopes justice is served just at a great temperature. So (laughs) he doesn't get burned again. If it's served cold. (laughs) God damn it, Richard. Could you you imagine if justice wasn't served right? He complained to the judge and they (laughs) threw that fire on him again. (laughs) Damn it. That's why we won't last (laughs) with anything. Oh, damn. But, you know, I mean, I get what you're saying. (laughs) He should have seen it coming. Right. But at the same time, he's like, Brandon, oh. look at this motherfucker with that big no, pan of oil. I know what on. he's thinking. I'll own this motherfucker in two years. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's going for that. He like clenched his jaw today? and just took it. <laughs> How do you feel today, Ted? Ah, I feel bad. You know what it made me think of like immediately? You know, those Wendy's mean tweets like Wendy's. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, they don't have a leg to stand on here. <laughs> like, I feel like it's like, are you going to burn us again like you did in Huntington, Tennessee? They would delete that tweet immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we laughing about that poor uh, man? Like, I, I just feel it. like you should have saw it coming. <laughs> he ain't coming at us with that hot oil, is he, Brenda? I ain't rolling no damn window. He ain't going to do no shit. Oh, shit, he did. <laughs> damn, Randy. Only Got it a- all in the car. <laughs> I'm just, he fucked up the CD player. (laughs) That's like my uncle. My uncle, I told you, Mr. Uncle Danny, sir. Yeah, all those secrets. He came in. (laughs) I'm just joking. He came into town. (laughs) Yes. And we talked forever or whatever. And he was talking about um, a motorcycle wreck that he had back in the day. And he was a teenager. And he was driving into town on a motorcycle. Yeah, that's what he was talking about. Yeah, what well, I'm saying, like he he was driving into town this week on a motorcycle, <laughs> right? Yeah. And he said the only wrecks he had ever had had incurred 
when he was still living here when he was a teenager. And he said uh, the second one, it was pretty bad. And he got home and like he had he had hit a, mo- uh, a company van from a local company, <laughs> right? And uh, he had tore up his blue jeans. He had blood all over him and shit. And he said, "Do you know what Granny said to me when she seen me pushing up my wrecked bike? You know, the fender was all fucked up and everything. Like the bike was damaged, <laughs> right. and it was only a few months old at that point." And uh, she said, I, he said, I was all tore up and had blood all over me. He said, do you know what Granny's first words to me were? She said she was sitting on the stoop over there on the the house they were living at. Seen me coming up the road and said, would you just look at your blue jeans? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, he was just mauled <laughs> right. on one side road of his body. Road rash all over the side of his face. And he had tore up his blue jeans and bled all over him. <laughs> but he had fucked the bike up. Like, the fender and all that shit was all dented up and right. fucked up. And he said that was her first word. Would you just look at your blue jeans? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. He said that has stuck with me through all these years. <laughs> I said, that's granny for you, man. <laughs> I feel like we need to have him back on the show at some That'd be point. so fun. Like So fun. Just to talk about just, you know, I don't even care if we talk about wrestling. Just road life. Dealing, with, like, not dealing. I don't want to say that. That sounds bad. Living with grandparents because I wish I could have some. I might have my cousin on, my cousin Angie, the one that grew up like my sister. That'd be talk, awesome. Talk about old stories yeah, and stuff. Yeah, because um, she's seen more of it than us. Yeah, you know. So I think we should do that. We should reach out to your uncle, like more family members. You know, like gather them all in the bed at the same time. <laughs> really exploit them <laughs> <laughs> while I do my river dance. <laughs> Oh man Got these boots on Well there's no river dancing around this Josh You know what them boots are made for They're made for walking (laughs) Walking And having sex with your wife (laughs) 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 These boots really make my dick look big (laughs) (laughs) They're snake skin (laughs) Oh. Well, Josh, if they want to follow us on show, <laughs> so these so boots make my dick look big. <laughs> nope, make you look like you're going water skiing. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> are you saying are they miracle boots? No, they're not miracle boots. <laughs> Josh, if they want to follow us on <laughs> social media, how do they do that? I'm not sure they want to, but if they do, in fact, need to. We are at P3 Radio, the number one on Twitter. On Facebook, put in that search bar, Pop Poncho, P-O-N-C-H-O. You'll see our photo. If you want to get with us the old school way, 731-300-6675. Well, that's going to do it for us. For Josh Barley, this is Richard Mulligan saying thanks for listening and good night.